Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we begin another epic in the history of the Call of Cthulhu RPG, Masks of Nyarlathotep. It was written by Larry Dettilio, Lynn Willis, Mike Mason, Lynn Hardy, Paul Fricker, and Scott Dorward, and it's available from the Chaosium website. This will be episode one. Morgan Llewellyn is our GM. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Morgan? All right, so in January of 1921, newspapers across the globe started circulating an advertisement for expedition members to join an archaeological trip in Peru. Search for ancient pyramid in Peru. Explorer plans expedition to discover site of lost civilization. Lima, January 12th. Explorer Augustus Larkin is planning an expedition to the southern highlands of Peru, where he hopes to identify the site of a pyramid long forgotten by history. Following the discovery of a number of gold artifacts in the region, Larkin believes that he has found evidence that will lead him to their source. He is currently in Lima, planning the expedition, and is recruiting companions and possible backers. And so with that, each of our investigators have, for each for their own reasons, replied to that request, um, expressing their interest in joining the expedition. Thank you. Thank you, you're joining the expedition, stop. Please join me in Lima, stop. Have booked you room at Hotel Mori, stop. Meet 18 March at 7 p.m. at Bar Cordano, Yiron Ancash 202, Distrito de Lima. Stop. Augustus Larkin. So with that, it is March 18th at 7 p.m. as all of you arrive outside the Bar Cordano. Goodness gracious, it's time. <sighs> the heat. The heat is bad. Here it is seven o'clock at night and it's still hot. Looks like you're just waiting here for someone. Oh yes, I'm, um, I'm with the Larkin expedition. Is, is, this, is this the right place for the expedition? Yes, yes. I believe I'm we're here. supposed to wait inside. You're here also, huh? Yes. <coughs> yeah. Octavius Fox. You may have heard of me. Uh, I'm rather well known in uh, some circles in the United States. Um, my, uh, my family is wrapped up in uh, the textile industry. Uh, I'm rather bored with the whole thing. I've left my brother in charge running the stuff and uh, I'm out adventuring, seeing what I can find, looking for new things. What's your name? Fantastic. It's Hasser, Hasser Grunwald. I work for the German magazine Zeitschrift für Occultmus. It's run by Richard Berwald. The magazine scours the world for legends of the occult and stories, all sorts of bizarre things. We usually debunk such nonsense, but on occasion, there's just something truly unusual to report on. Well, that's the way to go about it, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I was sent over to the New York office and I've got a lead to come down here and join this expedition. So, looks 
looks to be, it might prove to have some extraordinary findings. It's a pleasure to meet you. Hmm. Uh, and you there. Oh, uh, yeah, my, my name's Morris. Uh, Morris Michener. Um, I've, I've just come down from Iquitos. I've been uh, working on a steamer up there. So you're following the same ad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I came over here uh, just after the war, really. Um, I was going to start a rubber plantation, but uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I got, uh, got grifted. The land I bought was uh, worthless. Oh, that's a shame. A load, load of rubbish, barren. So, so rubber's yeah. a big industry. Here's a couple yeah, of other be. guys. You guys also in the Larkin party? Did I hear Larkin party? Yeah. On your That's channel. what I'm here for. Name's Fred. Uh, oh, hey, Fred. What, 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 what's your business, Fred? Well, I'm a linguist and anthropologist. Oh, well, that's certainly going to come in handy in South America. That's what Larkin said. Nice gun. You look like a detective. <laughs> Me? I'm not a detective. No, I'm a, I'm an assistant. I'm actually uh, I'm, I'm here ahead of my mother joined the uh, the Larkin expedition, and I'm just I'm her assistant, but I've come ahead just to to set things up for her. She's the leading history professor at uh, Tulane University. Real. Uh... New Orleans. Yes, sir. Wow. I didn't know there was going to be a woman on this expedition. That's kind of dangerous, isn't it? My mother is a dangerous woman, sir. That's good. I like dangerous women. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get along fine. Well, I'm thirsty as hell. Shall we go inside and get something to drink? Sounds good. Sounds like a good idea I don't know what the drink of choice is here. It's probably not Scotch whiskey. Personally, at this altitude, I'd take water. Yeah, I think they make you drink uh, cocoa water or uh, chew on cocoa leaves here. Helps with the altitude sickness. Hmm. Yeah. All right, so as all of you enter the bar, you're kind of met with the, um, with the smell of, of grilling fish, um, kind of the... Uh, the smell of um, stale tobacco. Um, the interior, it, it's nice. Uh, some uh, decent wood furnishings, some wood uh, paneling, or is a nice tile. And as, all as, you, as all of you enter, you are approached by a member of the staff that says, um, excuse me, are you um, the Larkin party? Yes, yes. we are. No, oh, well, uh, Good. Uh, your host has been waiting for you. Um, please follow me. Wonderful. And they, they lead you back um, to a table, um, and you see that there are there are three men uh, sitting, kind of uh, in uh, in silence, just they look at each other. And uh, one of them looks looks up at you and says, "Oh, you're here! Excellent. Please, gentlemen, take a seat." Um, Octavius Fox. Yes, Augustus Larkin. Good to meet you in person. Yeah, finally. Can't wait to see what my money's going to do for you. 
Oh, yes. Well, I'm sure you'll be uh, quite impressed when we're done with this. I believe we should expect a high return on investment. Return. Well, I'm really curious to see some of these artifacts you talked about. Yes, 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 As please. Please, please sit. All right. I mean, all of you um, sit down. A Larkin pulls up um, two, two artifacts and sets them down. Um, one of them appears to be a, a pendant. Um, appears to depict a man um, holding two rods. It's all made out of gold. And the second one is a golden cup, just covered with geometric designs, uh, enlaced with turquoise. I mean, he says, so while I was uh, traveling in the highlands of, uh, around Puno, um, I, I came across an alpaca farmer. Um, and he claims that uh, his grandfather recovered these artifacts uh, from these tunnels out in the jungle. Um, his grandfather, uh, of course, never returned there uh, due to a local legend of, of a curse, of all things. Um, but uh, he was willing to part with selling me these artifacts, and that sent me on a, a trail of, of research that has led me to believe that there is some ruins to be found that are full. Full. Well, we need to get to those before Orphans. the locals do. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You know, that's a... You know, that's a speed is key. You know, once word got out, and, um, definitely don't want anybody else uh, making progress before we do. Kind of curious, sir. To, any, go ahead. Oh, it it just looks to predate the Incans. This does not look to be Incan. Is uh, it? Make a, make an archaeology roll. I make one as well. Fail. Oh darn. I was kind of hoping we didn't have any archaeologists here because they just get in the way of taking this stuff. Anybody pass? I don't know that you can make that kind of judgment so quickly, but uh, I mean, it looks a little different. It's, it's gold. The Incas did a lot of gold stuff. I'm not sure what tribes were before that. The Moche, maybe? Yes, well, whoever they were, they uh, seem to uh, have gold in abundance. Well, we need to get out there because every day wasted, they're going to be uh, probably locals. If, that, if uh, somebody, if that guy told anybody else, they're going to be looking. This could, exactly. You know. The rumor well, mill. Well, of course, people right. will be looking after I, I sent out the ad in the, in the papers. Well, they didn't yes. know exactly where you were going, but I mean, Lima, Peru is a big place. Ideally, the uh, the local legends will keep the uh, population somewhat at bay. Have you seen if there's any other evidence? In, in, in other words, uh, any other stuff showing up on the black market? No, I haven't seen anything in the way of artifacts. Um, I did manage to find some documents, uh, get some testimonies from the locals, but I've... Uh, Destroyed all of that. We don't right, need well, anybody else finding it. Yeah, that's good. Monsieur Larkin, uh, is there anybody else working on this uh, expedition other than the people that are here? Well, this is it. This is the team. Gonna have um, 
really time to gather anybody else to really make that first trip out there. I have mm -hmm. hired a couple of treks. They're going to be here on Monday. And we're going to be leaving here uh, around 8 in the morning. And that would be on the 21st, being a Monday. Well, hopefully my uh, mother those... can arrive in time for that. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, and I'm sorry. I, I didn't catch your name. Uh, Christopher LeBeau. Yeah, I'm, 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 I came ahead of time. My mother, Jeanette, uh, has joined the expedition, and I'm going to be her assistant for the... Right, she's... Um, let's see, and he mentioned up an assistant. And you see, he looks over to the man sitting next to him. Um, he seems to be, be an older man. Um, and he kind of just is looking almost rather aggressive. Almost okay. kind of like leering down at you. Specifically at me? Yeah. Once they're, okay. uh, well, I, fortunately we should be able to uh, support one more. Should it be a problem? <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I, I thought she'd uh, written ahead. I hey, no, <laughs> no, no worries. Sorry. I, where are my manners? I should uh, introduce. So this is my associate, uh, Luis de Mendoza. Joseph is the man sitting next to him. Mr. Mendoza. And we have Jesse Hughes. And he gestures to the other man uh, who has so far remained silent. I mean, he's kind of uh, looking over at all of you. Uh, he's smoking a pipe and very kind of casual. I'm sorry, I'm what, was Mr. what was Mr. Mendoza's first name? Uh, Luis. 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 Is the other one sitting with us or is he kind of yes. hanging back? Yeah, he's, he's, he's sitting with you. He's sitting across from, from Luis. Okay. Oh, well, quite honestly, is there any way we can leave earlier? Because three uh -huh. days. Holy crap. Un, un, unfortunately, no. Um, takes time to gather the rest of the supplies. It's going to take us several days by trucks to get to Puno. And from there, we'll have to rent uh, pack animals. It's going to be a several days hike through the jungle to get well, to where I believe well, the site so is. Three days in a beautiful city like this. I'm sure we can find some way to entertain ourselves. Oh, yes, I am. I'm quite sure of that. I agree with you, Octavius, though. The time is ticking. And uh, it's more than just this three-day wait uh, for these rumors and these discoveries have preceded our invitation, I'm sure. Well, look, the, uh, the, the, the level of poverty here is fairly high, especially when you get out in the, in the bush. And so finding chunks of gold in the ground that you can sell in the black market is the way some of these people would want to survive. So, I mean, I, won't, I don't blame them. But hell, we're going in there and stealing the shit too. So uh, we're just we just got nicer clothes, maybe well, less less, co less colorful clothes. Yes, exact. Thank you. Ah, uh, come on. We're going into a foreign country and we're taking what we find. It's stealing. Don't no. We don't need immense words. Call it a, a saving stuff for archaeology. Hmm. Appropriating for future generations. Yes, of course. Yeah. And you see, Larkin calls over, he calls over a, a waitress and it's like, please, what would what, what people like to eat? I highly C recommend the fish here. Ceviche. Ceviche sounds good. 
and uh, ages since I've had good seafood. And a beer, if you have. Better. Cerveza, cerveza, por favor. Yeah, ein cerveza bitte. That was a mixture of German and Spanish. I see you uh, sprechen the Espanol muy bueno. See, I don't. <laughs> but I picked up beer, and I picked up. <laughs> thank you. Uh, well, those are really the only words you need to know, Mr. Potts. Well, the toilet, that's the other one that you need to know. Baño. That's bath, really. I've picked up a bit of the, the Spanish myself, but it, it, it won't do you my, no good. When you get out there in the jungle, they all speak, uh, what do you call Keshka? it? Keshka. That's right. Yeah. Keshka. Okay. I, actually, I, I take it back. I've got... I've got 35 Spanish and I've got 30 French, so I had a good education. I must say, Octavius, French was one French was one that I didn't pick up. Probably well, they wanted us to sound hoity-toity when we were in school. <clears throat> yeah, when, too much, when we were more too much in, of the back of the throat ones. kind of stuff. I couldn't quite get, get around it. Never go to New Orleans, people. Frederick. <laughs> I've been there. I've, I, I think I've done some business with your university. Or haven't met your dear mother in person, though. Oh. Julian's nice in university. That it is. Well, so are we staying in this place at the Cordata in, in the hotel? No, no, no. It's a, it's a short, short walk. It's only about 10, 15 minutes walk away from here. Ah. At hotel Mari. All I, right. I have booked rooms for you all. Oh, well, yeah, I, thank you. I went to my room and dropped off my suitcase. My uh, my thank whistle you. The is wetted. Are wonderful. My whistle is wetted. I think I'm going to go park my stuff over there too. Oh well, uh, <clears throat> no, please, please stay and eat. But um, I have uh, matters to uh, to attend to. And he looks over at uh, Mendoza. Uh, please stay, stay and eat. It's on me. Um, we can have, we can arrange to have somebody. Don't don't worry about that. Um, thank you. I'll see you see you all on Monday. All right. We are a, meeting can here. Can I do a psychology role on uh, on um, Larkin? Yeah, go ahead. Thanks. Well, we're not going to see you until Monday. Regular pass. Something something's not sitting right with you. Um, is like, like something's wrong. Like he's, he's, a, something's a bit off. He's just getting up. He's leaving. This is his whole, his whole mannerism is. Do, am I getting a vibe that like, cause I'm, I'm kind of getting the vibe. Maybe he's a bit afraid of Mendoza or something like that. Um, not that he's afraid of Mendoza. More, more like he's sick. Okay. Okay. Cool. More like, yeah, he isn't. He doesn't tend to. Doesn't look like he's feeling too well. All right. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Yes. 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 Right. Monday. Uh, at the hotel or here at the bar. Uh, at, at 
At your hotel, yeah. All right. Are you staying at the hotel as well? No, I am. I'm staying at the hotel Espana. Uh, me and Mendoza are. Unfortunately, all the whole thing's booked, so I had to get you accommodations elsewhere. Espana. All right. Well, nice to meet you. We'll see you in a few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You take care. And he and Mendoza leave. I suppose we're going to have to put together some gear that we didn't bring with us. Well, one the one thing we want to do, we need to buy um, a couple of big bags of coca leaves. Yeah. And some of that um, banana stuff they chew with it. Because Did... uh, I've, I've been up on the Outer Plano, mate, and phew, I'll wreck your head. Oh, yeah. Is, um, yeah. is Hughes still there? The Hughes, is, Hughes is still there. And you see that he's actually, as Larkin and Mendoza are getting up and leaving, he seems to be watching their progress, seeing when they're actually out of the building. Does, so, does he look nervous or, like, suspicious, or is he just kind of... Uh, definitely, definitely suspicious. And now that you think about it, he was spending a lot of time kind of eyeing Mendoza. Okay. Um, so, uh, Mr. Hughes, what's your story? Yes, well, uh, <clears throat> that, that depends. Uh, do you mind if I buy all of you gentlemen a drink? Sure. Well, we're having cerveza. Uh, mind if I smoke? Yeah, I don't no, know why yes. I would ask. Go for it. oh. It's 1920. <laughs> 21. <laughs> Nobody cares. It's good for you. Make it fortifies your lungs. Makes them nice and so, so, so listen, I just, I've just got to ask you gentlemen. Do, do you believe what, what he was telling you? Well, we got the artifacts right there. It's not unheard of. That there would be a pyramid buried in the jungle. Well, I, I think that he, uh, I have a good, on good authority that uh, these artifacts aren't related. You see this gold cup here, that's from uh, 15th century. Around the time of the uh, kind of the fall of the, the Incas when the conquistador showed up. But you see this one, and he points to the pendant, much, much older. Different culture, different civilization. Well, now that's, that is unusual. So, I don't know why he's why he wants to go up to up to Puno. I mean, you'd go up there, all that's up there is Lake Titicaca. It's just it's yeah. just people on reed boats. That's all that's there. There's nothing there. So so listen. Uh, if he pays the bills though. My my name isn't really Jesse Hughes. Is it Jack Hughes? Know. Were you involved in the Dreyfus <laughs> affair? No, no, no. My name is Jackson Elias. Look, I um. Is that meant to mean something to us? Because I, I no, I no, pro heard. probably not. But you see, I, I make a living um, studying death cults around the world. Death cults. Interesting. What do you What do you mean studying? You're an anthropologist. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No one said anything about death cults. I mean, I thought we were just going on an expedition to some nutter looking for a pyramid. Active death there's cults a, or extinct death cults? I, I I've been mostly specializing these days in active death cults. Look, I believe that 
we're all headed into a very dangerous situation. Just how dangerous are you talking? I mean, when you say death cults, what do you mean? Like uh, cannibals or something? Or, I mean, you could call the Catholic Church a death cult. They worship Jesus who died. No, I'm, I mean more of like the, the human sacrifice, murder huh. type of death cult. You think no, that stuff still goes on? I've, I've, I've been up to Titicaca. There's, a, there's an island, Tequila, in the middle. Mm -hmm. they, they, all, they all whisper to each other, except when they're singing and dancing. They're lovely people. Right, that's not necessarily who I'm talking about. Yeah, death cults don't stay out in the open. Now, I'm from New Orleans. Yeah, but I mean, right, you, now we, you know, you, you death is kind of, of rumors, second nature or... there. Oh, trust me, the death cults are a very real thing. I heard I mean, about down some over in the now up in the jungles. There's, I mean, there's there's tribes up in the jungles. They'll kill you as soon as look at you. But, All right. I, so, when you say that you are researching, what are you like a, an, an anthropologist or or what? Uh, mostly an author. You're a writer. Really do it for an, a writer, yes. Because oh. I was I was searching. Uh, I was actually here in Peru looking more for secret societies looking for research material for my next book. You know, I, I, I used to read a lot. I'm not sure, but I think I may have actually read something that you wrote, but I don't remember what it was. Hmm. You've done stuff other than death cults, right? Yes, various religious practices, um, secret societies, yeah. and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, I may have read something. Your name suddenly sounds just a little familiar. Tell me, Mr. Elias, why... Are you uh, using a fake name um, for Mr. Larkin and Mr. Mendoza? And, and how exactly did you get uh, mixed up in this expedition? Is, are they involved with death cults? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Look, so I was traveling around Lake Titicaca looking for looking for a, looking for evidence of a of a death cult. I'd heard rumors of it circulating around. Um, while I was there, this Larkin fellow was busy trying to get any local that he could to go out there with them to go out into the jungle but uh none of them none of them wanted to and now he's turned to get a bunch of foreigners to come and go with him so the locals are they sound spooked about this area he wants them to go to oh they're they're a little more than spooked i had one of them tell me uh that they think that uh de mendoza is something that they call a carisserie Carisserie. Yeah, they, they say that it's some kind of a vampiric monster that uh, sucks all the fat out of its victims. Huh. <laughs> I know. I doing, uh, um, that guy. If I know what that yeah, is. Mendoza. Hmm. Yeah, but Mendoza. you know those 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 rumors about about the vampires they they started up around the time the conquistador showed up. You know, it's, it's all a bunch of hooey if you ask me. So why why exactly are you using a, a fake name, then, Mr. Elias? Well, I was worried that if perhaps if Larkin had been a reader of my text, he would get suspicious at my name. Uh. I'd be worried that I was, I was on to them. That's fair. 
I've run into similar. I work for a German magazine that that studies occult and and such things, and we debunk a lot of the 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 hooey out there about it. So it's good to be undercover at times, so you can get the real scoop. So, Mr. Elias, are you thinking then that their motivation for taking us out into the middle of goddamn nowhere is so that they can suck our blood because they're vampires? Or No, there's been recent strings of disappearances in the area. Um, Dave Mendoza and, the, and some other individuals are under suspicion, I believe. And I want to verify that they are that uh, Larkin and Mendoza are at the head of a of a very small cult, worshiping some kind of. These uh, disappearances are they all locals? Um, for the most part. The most part. Hmm. Most part. I mean, there's there there there's been um. There's been a bit of chatter about some international folk going missing too, but. Most of the disappearances have all been taking around uh, in Puno, and we are here in, in Lima. Your time, uh, in your time with Mendoza and Larkin, have, uh, have there been any other Americans that have been around or, uh, or anything or involved with them at all? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Well, listen, I know, a, uh, I know one Professor Sanchez at the National University of, uh, of San Marcos here in town. Um, he wanted to go on the expedition, but uh, he was denied. Um, Larkin didn't want him to go. Um, and I have a meeting with him tomorrow. Uh, he's been putting together some research into where he might think the location of this pyramid is. But what's Larkin's beef with Sanchez? Well, uh, Mr. Mr. Sanchez, um, his primary interest is he doesn't want the, the site being disturbed. You know, he would agree with Mr. Fox's assertion that uh, taking artifacts from the site would be theft. So it sounds like this Sanchez guy has a good amount of knowledge of this site. So maybe we could, would it be possible for us to meet with him? Oh yes, anyone who wants to come with me. Um, yes, I have a meeting tomorrow you mind if some of us joined you? Oh, yes, of course. Well, of course, what, you're saying is, what you're saying is quite intriguing. Uh, I think that uh, at the very least, you've offered us a warning in case something, uh, some tomfoolery is going on here. I definitely think that we should be prepared for some tomfoolery. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah, I'd like to also meet with your, your professor. Yeah, we're not we're not quite sure how this pyramid ties in exactly to the to Larkin and his activities, but I would sure like to find out. Oh. Well, you seem like a nice guy. Um, <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep all this in mind. Are you also staying at the uh, Cordana? Cordano? Cordano. Uh, the Hotel Murray. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the bar. 
Yes, I'm, I'm staying Staying there too. Only only Larkin and Mendoza have rooms at the Espana. Hmm. Would the bar have a phone that we're at? It might. It probably does. It makes sense for it to. So, yeah. If you excuse me, gentlemen, I, I need to make a phone call and I'm going to get up and then head over to the bar. Hmm. Probably informing his mother. Well, uh, only if she's here. An international phone call, I think, takes about an hour and a half. Well, we'll see how long he's standing at the bar. You know, I, I, I don't like the idea of going in somewhere if, if they've got grief with the locals. That's bad news. That's... Does, uh, that does put a damper on the mood. We'll, uh, hmm. Mr. Elias, is there a, what sort of libraries, you said there was a university here, right? Yes, there is. Hmm. All right, let's. Uh... Yes, that's where we're going tomorrow to meet with the, the good professor. What, what time is the meeting with the professor? Yep, meeting. So I, I think I would very much like to visit the library. And either That's dig up. Two two p.m. tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'll be I'll be heading to the library tomorrow morning, and I'll see what I can dig up on this uh, local folklore, and yeah, see what else I idea. find. Okay. So we're gonna cut over to to Zane. Um. So you manage you you, you talk to the person running the bar. Uh, he leads you into a into into the back. Yeah, um, where they have their phone. Um, cool. And I, uh, I asked the the bum, and I said, "Hey, uh, do you know the number for the hotel Espiana, the one that I'm locking staying?" Uh, yes. Yes, you you'd like to number? you'd like to call the hotel. Yeah. Yes, please. So I um, call he, the hotel. He dials it up, and he, he hands the phone to you. Okay. Um, and you pick it up, and you hear a lady on the phone, and she's saying a lot of words to you very fast in Spanish. Okay. Uh, I think I've got a little bit of Spanish. Yep. Do a quick roll. Oh, I've got an O4, so I understand. Okay, that. so yeah, so you get um, uh, that, that you've, you know, you've reached the Hotel España. Yeah. Uh, um, you've, you've reached, uh, that this is, this is Petronilla. Uh, how may I help you? Uh, so speaking in Spanish as well, I uh, say, uh, hello, my name is uh, Henry Banks, um, and I'd like to book a room for this evening. Oh, yes, of course. And when should I expect your arrival? Uh, I'll be in in, uh, in the next few hours. I have some okay. few errands to do, and then I'll, uh, I'll come in. That's all the, and excuse I, I do have a few uh, other members of my party. How exactly uh, many rooms do you have available? Oh, we we have um, a dozen rooms available. Oh, that that's plenty. Uh, thank you very much. Much appreciated. Yes, yes. And then I'll hang up, and I'll obviously walk back to the table. How's your mom? Uh, I wasn't calling my mother. Now, I don't like 
people lying to me. In fact, uh, I have a pretty good knack for telling when people are lying to me. And Mr. Larkin is lying through his teeth because the hotel he is staying at with Mr. Mendoza is not full. They have over a dozen rooms available. So why on earth is he putting us in a different hotel? You should have thought to ask if, if he was staying there. He might not even be staying there. You did ask him if he was staying at that. No, hotel. ask ask the hotel if you could if you could tell, find out what the room he's uh, in. He might not even be out. there. I can find that out easily enough. I just wanted to check and see if he was telling the truth, and he was lying to us. So yeah. I'm on the back foot, and we're about to be rushing into the jungle with this gentleman. Well, Mister uh, Mister Elias, your your credibility is growing. I would say that your plot is thickening. <laughs> yes, this is shaping up to be uh, quite something. What, uh, Mr. Elias uh, Jackson, is it? Yes. Uh, what's your take on Larkin's compatriots? Are they... Well, I've only, I've only uh, seen Larkin and Mendoza, but... I mean, I've been I've been watching him for a few days while I while I've been here, and uh, what's uh, Mendoza? Something off about that man. He's the one that somebody uh, had was stirring a rumor that he was. Connected. Oh yes, 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 that he's a uh, he's a fat sucking uh, a fat sucking vampiric monster. It sounds like my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> He did seem a uh, rather severe fellow. Yes, we has quite a uh, good luck trying to get him to say a word to you. Really? Is he mute? No, he has. Hmm. He has very brief conversations very with Larkin. Terse. Man of very few words. You know, Jesus, I hate to say it, but now that I think back on that uh, that January message that was in the newspaper, if you were really concerned about finding a lost civilization with gold out in the middle of the jungle, you wouldn't advertise it in the newspaper. Right, man. As I said, he was the local refused to go. Gentlemen, can I trust you to keep uh, some information to yourselves? Certainly. I'm not an assistant to my, uh, my mother is a professor at Tulane University, but she's not on, on her way. I've used her, uh, her position at the uh, university as a cover. I'm a private investigator. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it the second I saw you. Very astute, Mr. Fox. I have been hired by a lady by the name of Charlotte Clements track down her sister who has gone missing. Last known whereabouts of Ruth was in the, the uh, employ of Mr. Larkin. Oh. Very interesting. Which is why when uh, Mr. Elias said there's been some disappearances, well, that's uh, of concern to me since uh, obviously Miss Clements, Ruth Clements is an American. And I've traveled a long way to try and uh, 
track down this young woman and uh, I'm concerned that this isn't exactly Mr. Larkin's first expedition. Uh, he may have already sent a few other people down a well, a track. Uh, the thing is, is that I don't much appreciate traveling all this direction to have been deceived. On the other hand, I'm oh, yeah. deeply intrigued about what the hell is going on here, so. Well, you shouldn't be too disappointed. Um, as I'm sure Professor Chan Sanchez will tell us tomorrow, I think he believes that that pyramid and all that gold is still out there. All uh, I'm saying, gentlemen, is I think, uh, you know, we, we carry on as usual, but I think we should keep our wits about us and uh, don't trust everything as, you know, face value with this Mendoza and this Lark. Absolutely. They've, they've proven already that they're not trustworthy men. I think let's you're be, right. Let's be cautious this evening, sleeping in our uh, yeah. set-up accommodations. They might have no intention of taking us out to a pyramid. They're just going to suck our fat right here in the hotel. <laughs> the plot does thicken, Mr. Chapman. Well, I'm not going to make it easy for them. I've got Beryl. Chelsea. Oh. Well, I'm I'm especially concerned because I'm rather plump. <laughs> Fear not. Well, don't 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 worry. I uh, I I would bet good money that uh, Mr. Mendoza is not a fat sucking vampire. Oh. Some people say that I'm a fat sucking vampire. <laughs> and is it true? <laughs> Well, my dad was. That's how we made our money. I didn't have to do much work in my life. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. All right. Well, we've got, this is quite an adventure already, I'd say, wouldn't you? Yeah. This should uh, be entertaining, at least. I think we need to watch each other's backs. Agreed. We should, Agreed. Hopefully our rooms are adjacent <clears throat> to one another. Should we, uh, do you think it's, it'd be overcautious to, to move hotels? They would know where we are. This is, well, it's a good-sized town. I mean, it, it may tip them off, unfortunately, that we're on to them if we change hotels. And, yeah. yes, I, and I, I, I would be surprised if they made it. I'd be surprised if they if they decided to make a move to try to kill us all so soon. Hmm. Would anyone like to uh, come with me to, to their hotel to? Uh, no, we're all in, we they booked us rooms all in the same hotel. No, with the, with to their hotel to do some. Yes, the uh, hotel Espinosa. I would like to go. Right, Gronwell, you you come with me, and we'll uh we'll do a little bit of recon. Excellent. Christopher. Well, I would advise you gentlemen to be very careful. We will be. Oh. I'm going to head up to my room and freshen up. I'm sweating like a pig. Christopher. I'm going to take advantage of the free food. I, oh, okay. the, fish, the fish is quite good. You haven't eaten it already? My God. Before heading out, 
I grab my satchel and go to the restroom very briefly. I moment, uh, Mr. LeBeau. I'll be right back. All right. Well, gentlemen, I'll see you in a while. I'm I'm heading to my my room at the Maori. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. The fish is good, isn't it, Morris? Yeah, cerveza is delicious. So I leave. All right. So Octavius is leaving. Morris, you're staying. I'm stuffing so, my face. Fred, I'll finish off my plate. So you two are staying and eating. I come oh. out. Okay, so you come back. I'll walk with back with you, Mister. Mister Fox. Oh. And Jackson leaves with you back to the hotel. So you married, Mister. Uh, Mister. Oh, me? Oh no, no. No, I've got too much traveling to do to get weighed down like that. Well, you're too young anyway. You got to get out and see the world before you do anything like that. Young? Oh, oh, I, oh. I guess some would call 41 young. Yeah. It's, it's too young to settle down, if you ask me. I think it's always, always too young to settle down. I would be very much interested in hearing a lot of your adventures because I myself have had quite a few. I've got scars all over my back from a Somalian prison that I got thrown into a few <laughs> years ago. No kidding. Yep. Yeah. Somalian prison. I have I have fond fond memories. Please look, look. <laughs> And you go off and nice chat away. So So well you two are chatting about old times and past adventures and Morris and Fred are busy uh, feasting upon fish. We have the two that are going to the Hotel Espana. So you, so, so you, uh, so you'll, you'll ask somebody, they'll, they tell you where it is. Um, and so you go walking in, it says it's about 10 minute walk, it's not too far. Um, and as you go in, it seems to be uh, pretty empty. Uh, there seems to be an, an old lady behind the desk I'm kind of just watching a clock on the wall. And as you as you walk in, you see that she kind of straightens herself up and Buenas noches. Welcome to yes, buenos buenos noches. Uh, you know, what what can I do for you? Uh a friend of ours um is uh coming to stay at the, the hotel. We're wondering if uh he's checked in yet. Oh, uh, uh who who would that be? Uh, a Mr. Larkin or Mr. Mendoza? Larkin and Mendoza. Yes, yes, your friends are here. Ah, excellent. Uh, wh wh what room are they staying in? Um, yeah, the rooms, rooms eight and nine. Eight and nine. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we'll, top uh, top it, floor. It, Just go up the stairs. Top floor. Ah, much appreciated. Uh, thank you. Um, and we'll uh, kind of head up, head upstairs. Um, as we get kind of out of the side of um, the the lady at the desk, I'll sort of stop uh, um, Hauser and I'll say, uh, "Now, are you armed?" Yeah, I am armed. 
I, I don't think we'll need to, but just in case, because uh, I don't want them to see us. So you know, keep 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 uh, keep low, and 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 we'll try and see what uh what's up. Because uh, like I said, they already already know uh, they're lying to us about things, so we don't know what's going on. Yeah, right. something is fishy here. Yeah. All right, and then we'll uh, we'll continue on up, but um, obviously uh, more cautious and trying to just peek around corners. Okay. Go past so as as you peek around at the top at the second story, it's not very tall building. Um, you look down a narrow hallway. One side is just kind of full of uh, more rundown, kind of battered doors, and towards the end of the hallway, you see Mendoza is kind of leaned back up against the wall. And they're just looking down the hallway. He's just standing in the hallway. He's up just the he, up, up against the very, the far end of the hall, just watching. Mm. Has he seen that. us? Um, doesn't appear to, to. If he has, he hasn't reacted. Okay. I'd step, step back a little. Kind of fade into the corner. Hmm. He's just standing there. Yeah, it's like he's on guard. Yeah, that's what it's I was almost thinking. like. He's a, is Larkin's bodyguard. Yeah. Why would Larkin need a bodyguard? Did you notice Larkin at uh, at dinner? He he seemed ill, like he seemed unwell. Something was a little bit off, but uh, I didn't notice too much. Um, as as you're thinking back to it, uh, Christopher, can you make a medical roll? Make a medical roll. Yep. All right. Um, that is, I only have one, so if not, it's a, it's a fire. Okay. <clears throat> I couldn't make a medical roll by any chance, but I I got a little bit of a medical history. No, I don't. Never mind. <laughs> um, <clears throat> does it look like he's, uh, like, knowing if I'm looking at the numbers of the doors, does it look like he is guarding the room that Larkin, like, he, he's near the door that Larkin is supposed to be staying he, in? He would be, from what you, when you first kind of peeked out, it would appear that he would be guarding rooms eight and nine. Okay, yeah, that's, if that's what he was doing. Okay. Yeah, there's no way to really peek in to the room because he's got a guard. Is there an outdoor, uh, like a circular balconies? Uh, yeah, the rooms have, have little balconies. Yeah, this may not be worth it. This is going to make us look too uh, snooping. Too obvious. Mm. Okay. Well, what what do we think? Do we go and uh, go talk to him, or do we uh, head back and report to the others? Yeah, we head back. I mean, there's nothing really we can press here, so he doesn't want to be around us. That's not really. We haven't caught them red-handed doing anything extremely bizarre. Well, no, I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. Let's not show our hand just yet. Let's uh, let's head back to the hotel and um, 
make sure the others are okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll go. We'll go from there. So we'll uh, we'll head back down. Let's okay. see. So you two are heading. Are you heading back to the hotel? Your hotel, or are you heading back to the bar? Yeah. Hotel. Hotel. Yeah. All right, so you two go back. So Morris and Fred, how long are you uh, planning on staying at the bar? I'm just waiting for uh, Morris to finish eating. I am going to continue eating until I can eat no more. Well, you can certainly put that away. This is the first decent meal I've had in months. Good to hear. Been living on rice and the occasional empanada. Hmm. And that yeah, mush that they that. make in the jungle. I don't know what's in that, but I think like they get the girls to chew it first. Uh, corn, isn't it? Ah, nice. It's kind of like tapioca. Well, yeah, but it's like they they take the corn and then the something in the something in their saliva ferments it or something and makes it more yeah. edible. Like I personally haven't partaken, but it was a very interesting, very interesting topic in one of my anthropology courses. Yeah, yeah. funny stuff. Weird up there in the jungle. I'm glad to. I'm, I'm, I'd rather be up in the highlands. Mm. Rather up on the outer planet. Don't mind I, I do. There. I do prefer higher elevations. The. Uh, yeah. It's not so much the heat getting to me. It's. It's the humidity. Oh, it's all this, all the weird animals I don't like. Mm. You ever seen an anaconda? No. Horrible. Surprisingly few anacondas in New Mexico. Horrible fucking things. Massive they are. Horrible. They just, they wait there, biding their time. And then when you least expect it, they strike. Mm. I mean, sometimes they miss and they hit their head on a tree or something. Oh, they're horrible bloody things anyway. It's not talking about them. Uh, Jose, can both, of you, can both of you make a spot hidden test for me? Jose, my skipper, reckons he saw a spider once that was five foot wide. Oh, I despise spiders. And speaking of snakes, at least rattlesnakes have the... Uh, well, they're nice enough to let you know that you're close before they get you. I'm sorry, what were we rolling? That's a fail. Uh, spot hidden. Spot hidden. I am zeroed in on all the fish going down this man's gullet. Oh, that's a standard pass. All right, so so Morris, as you're kind of conversing, you're kind of uh, glancing around back at the fish, looking at, is that Mendoza? And you're looking kind of towards the front of the of the bar. There's these these windows. And you, I think Mendoza just walked by. But his head was turned, just looking in through the glass as he passed. Very focused inside, and he just walked and just kept going. Was that that Mendoza case who just walked past? What did you, what did you say? That Mendoza bloke, he just walked past. Huh. Over there, out there. I didn't, I didn't see him. The, I, I did see a, the back of the head as he as it moved. Hang, hang on a minute. You say on. that was McN You say that was Mendoza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna go and have a look. Hmm. 
and as you as you go out go out into the bar into the into the cool night uh, you don't see him anywhere on the street hmm. i'll go back in then no it must have been someone else funny i could have sworn it was him doppelganger maybe Oh, am I? It's getting dark. I'm tired. I've had a few drinks. No, I forget the oh, term, but there is a. It look like you know. There is a scientific term for uh, the the chance that people have to look similar to each other. It's it's very interesting. Uh, not not exactly my my department. Well, do you know? I mean, I've 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 been spent a lot of my life at sea. And uh, one thing I will tell you is it's funny, you go to other, other cities where you've never been before in your life and you always see someone who looks like someone you know. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you are, even if you're in Japan. I was in Japan, I was in um, Okinawa and uh, had a couple of days surely even Okinawa and um, the eye this little island it is just off the the end of japan and uh i saw a bloke there who looked like someone i knew from ilford ilford cabby was really? from ilford and he looked huh. exactly like him he was japanese but he looked like that bloke from ilford all right so you two all the time <laughs> Very strange. Just, just continue on through the night, however long you spend there. Assume that you'll eventually wander your way back to the hotel. Yes. Oh, let's see. I, I don't remember what number my room was. I'll have to talk with the front desk. We don't have room keys. We do, but I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna spend fifteen minutes going down the hall we'll just look at the trying number on, every on the door uh, do, mine doesn't have a number it does have a number really oh yeah, I, will, I, think I will go down. to the room which has the number that's on my key all right there we go i need to i need to i should have i should have drank more water instead of uh what was that stuff it was kind of strong I don't know, it's this uh, blue stuff they make out of corn. Hmm. Tastes horrible, but it, it, it gets you properly drunk. Turpentine, kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a, a wonderful job of getting the varnish off chairs as well, if you're stuck with them. All right, so, so, so the rest of you here, as Morris and Frederick come, having a great conversation just down, down the hallway where your rooms are. About turpentine and stripping chairs. When I was in Marseille, I met this woman down the docks, and you wouldn't believe what she used to smoke her pipe. Anyway, I'm off to my bed. <laughs> Have a good night. Buenas noches. Cara. Right, so if nobody else wants to to do anything tonight we'll I think uh, Elias and I sat up talking for a while and then uh, 
I told him I was still getting used to the the, the different the, the the area the, the humidity, so I'm gonna go to bed. That's well. Good night, sir. You have a good evening. Vampires suck all the fat out of your body. Yeah, I hope to just suck a little bit of it out. Wake up thinner. Oh, that would be the dream. Well, good night. Good night. All right, so we will. Going to move on to the next morning. Morning of the 19th, Saturday. So you have your meeting at two at the university. Um, would anybody like to do anything before that? The library. Going Saturday. to the library. Good call. I'll go with would you. I, um, would I know where Ruth was staying when she was in Lima? No. Okay. The only information I have that she was here and she was with Larkin. Yep. Okay. Do I have a photo of her? Did, um... Yes. Okay, Charlotte gave me a photo. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I might go to like some, some like local. I like when we, when we go to the, they're going to the university. I might sh go find some students and show the the photo and ask if they've seen her around. Okay. Yeah. I'll go with you. Okay. My Spanish is pretty good. This could come in handy. Hey, Mr. LeBeau. Yes, uh, after you told us that, you said that she was uh, that she was Larkin's assistant. Well, she was involved with Larkin. Uh, the, uh, well, from what Charlotte, my employer, said was there was potentially some <clears throat> some romantic relationship involvement as well. Well, uh, seemed to me then, wouldn't she have stayed in the same place that he was? It's Got to check the hotel staff. Maybe they've seen her possible it is possible but uh at the moment he he's he's playing off the fact that uh this is the first expedition and the first time he's brought people over so uh, i don't know I'm, I'm well good luck to you i hope you find it much appreciate i do too all right guys i'll go with you to the library i like books they make good decorations books are delightful they fill up nice spaces on your walls and make rooms look really nice. True, true. I read a book once. Blue, it was. Ah, blue books. Those are the really good ones. Yeah. Mm. With gold letters. Wow. Actually, aren't aren't Probably blue books? Way. Aren't blue books the? Isn't that a slang term for a? Uh, a publishment Le, that tells you the modern price of things. The Bibliotheque Blur. Hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> I can tell you all about aliens for all I know. Anyway. All right, so Shall we? those of you those of you going to the library can make a library use roll. Actually, and then Christopher, you can make a luck roll. Uh, these, these books are all in fucking yeah. Spanish. I got a five. What, what, what are you looking for, mate? Maybe I'll, I'll speak a bit of Spanish. Uh, that is a pass. Hard pass. Oof. 
Yep, hard pass. I actually got a five, and I didn't, and I just got a hard pass. <laughs> no, you don't don't hit those books. So, so I'm I'm specifically looking for information on the local legends, such and so, rumors of a gold city, gold temple. All okay, that so. So you definitely going through through the indexes, you find you definitely find that type of material, but when you go to look for it, it's all been checked out. Mm. Uh, excuse me. Yes. Um, so I'm looking for these books, but they they appear to be all checked out. Um, do you know when they're when they're due back? Oh, I think they're still going to be. Uh, well, there's. Just say there's there's an indefinite a uh, a cap. But one of our one of our professors had his assistants come, pick up mm. a lot of this material. So until he's done with his research project, uh, unfortunately, we uh, we won't have that in. All right. Well, thank you. And I wanted to see if I could find some examples, uh, picture examples of uh, uh, different. Uh, artifacts from different periods to see if I could make my own comparison of the artifacts that we saw to see if they are indeed from completely different periods. Okay, yeah, so as you as you do that, you manage to spend a, an hour or so going through these different texts and you find that the pendant um, matches um, artifacts taken from uh, Team Wadden Sorry, Spanish word. Uh, Tiwanaku, um, dating back to around the fifth century, and the cup more resembles fifteenth uh, century Incan designs. Yeah, completely different. Not even in the same area. Yeah, so it's uh, all right. So yeah, we have the, the pendant is from Bolivia. Huh. Different time period, in in Bolivia. Yeah, Jen. So I, 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 when I find these guys, I, I just say, hey, guess what I found out? Uh, oh? Really fake. This is really? a pendant that's not even from here. It's from Bolivia. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm wondering. Now, there could be all was, kinds of things did you find out a, there in Bolivia. But... Did you find a reference for the cup? Yeah, the cup is 15th century. That's practically modern. By comparison, yeah, thousand years difference between them. Yeah, they didn't come from the same pyramid. Mm, definitely not. All right, so we'll go and turn back over to to Christopher and his luck roll. Um, you managed as you as you're as you're showing the picture around. Um, you see, one of the students kind of says, "Well, I think I." Remember seeing her at a couple of EDSR at a party? I don't know. That would have been uh, last semester. I'm sorry. I don't know her name. That's all right. Whereabouts uh, the, uh, where the party would have been? Any idea? No. <laughs> sorry. I don't, don't remember. No worries. Uh, last semester. That would have been uh, a few months back now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, last semester, so uh, yeah. fall, or it's not 
Yeah, it says the. Oh, wow. uh, what would be in the northern hemisphere fall semester? Right. Well, th thanks for your help. I appreciate it. Christopher, do you have another picture of her? I could help scour around, or at least we should go to the hotel as well and see if the staff has seen her. Well, I just have the one, but at least uh, at least we now know she was definitely here. Someone recognized her, but uh, yeah, I don't know if I can confront Larkin with it just yet. But uh, perhaps uh, we should go meet up with the others, and uh, before we go to the hotel, we'll go see uh, go see this professor. Um, yeah, that's at two p.m. So we got a little time. We can meet up. Yeah. I'm sure they're still researching at the library, at the bibliotheca, yeah. I should say. Yeah. All right. So we'll uh, we'll um, I guess kill a bit more time, show the photo around a bit more, just to see if we can get any more bites. Uh, and then we'll meet up with the others at the meeting. Is there a local uh, newspaper? Maybe I could pick up a newspaper, just see if there's any skim it for um, any missing people or any unusual recent stories. Um, yeah, you definitely do that, uh, but nothing, nothing local turns up. Okay. All right, so we head to the to the library, I guess, Chris. Um, so actually, all the books. Is there any um, sorry, sorry, no. Um, Go ahead. Is there any um, like, I guess more local, like not people at university, but kind of local kids playing in the street or anything like that, like street urchins? <clears throat> um, yeah, there, there's plenty of of kids running around. Can I um, um, can I gesture? Uh, to one of them to come come over. And one of them kind of cautiously approaches you. And then I'm going to kind of get down on his level. And um, and I'm obviously speaking in Spanish. Uh, I'm going to pull out some, some money. Uh, and I'm going to show the kid the photo. Um, and I'm going to say, um, this here is a friend of mine. She she went she's gone missing. Now I know uh, recently a lot of uh, a lot of people, some of your people, some Europeans and stuff have gone have gone missing. And I'm gonna say, what was the name of the vampire that, that they call them? A carisserie. I'm gonna say, and I understand some of your people believe it. It's a carisserie. And um, and I said, do do you know? of anyone that'll have any information about the, my, my friend and a man named Larkin. If you have any information, you can find me and I'll at, uh, at the Moray Hotel and I'm going to give the kid the money. And he, he nods and then he takes off. Okay, cool. One thing I learned living up in New Orleans is uh, the children, they notice things that uh, adults don't. All right, we'll better head off to this meeting. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, before we head off to the meeting, um, what is it, an hour? Yeah, we've got an hour. Hmm. What if I look in? Uh, 
you guys continue what you're doing. All, all the books that I looked for are checked out currently. Um, looks like by <clears throat> the person that we're meeting with. Uh, I think I'm going to go see if I can find anything about this. Carissery? Well, you should be able to find the, folklore the fat on vampire. that. Yeah. yeah, might as well. I, I think I'm going to, well, you're doing that. I'm going to do a little cursory check through some of the previous newspaper things if they keep them here. Just see if there's a lot of missing people. Um, a check of the newspaper. Um, yeah, not a lot of missing people lately. Doesn't seem to be anything recent. Um, okay. As far as books about greasery, um, once again, you find that a lot of those books are also checked out. Foiled again. Shame. Are they checked out by the by the same? Yep. Okay. Professor Sanchez. Well, this Sanchez is going, hopefully, he will have a lot of answers for us. Yeah, at least you know he's doing his research. Yeah, he's stymied my search for answers so far. Well, let's get our asses over there. After you. All right, so, so Jackson meets up with all of you. And I'm at the library a little bit before the meeting starts, and he brings you all to a, a rather big, big building on campus. Um, to the, the office of, our, of Professor Sanchez is uh, on the first floor of uh, their museum here. He, will, and he leads you. He leads you a, a fair ways into the building, you know, make a couple of turns, and he brings you to an office. Um, and, he, and he knocks and you hear a, a gruff kind of like, come in. And sitting at a desk, um, you see there's kind of scattered papers, not very well organized. Um, office is kind of a mess. Um, you see uh, a man in his 30s. Um, he looks a little uh, tired, um, kind of just behind the sea of, of papers and books and says, ah, Jackson, good to see you again. I see that you brought some guests. Um, are they, uh, uh, please, uh, everybody come in. I am, I'm an Amizo Sanchez. Uh, pleased to meet all of you. Octavius Fox. Christopher LeBeau. You mind if we smoke? Oh, go, go right ahead. Dr. Frederick Chapman. It's a pleasure to meet oh, you. See you. Professor Grunfeld. A pleasure. Guten Morgen. Buenos dias. <laughs> Mr. Elias here has been telling us some of these uh, crazy stories about the fat sucking vampires, and we have to admit there's some weird stuff going on. Uh, he's, he's trying to get you to buy into his vampire. No, listen. Look, from what I can tell, Miss Larkin intends to loot the whole site. You know, that this, this is the history of my people. It belongs here. You know, and I've, I've expressed to him great interest multiple times that I'd be, would love to make this, this discovery along with him, but he's refused, and I, he's a grave robber. That's what he is. Well, have you considered launching your own expedition? Oh, we, yes. As you can see, I've been a... Uh, 
quite busy. I've been trying I, to get, dig up everything that I can. Um, I think I have a, a good idea about where this uh, where this pyramid is, and I want to get there first. Well, be perfectly straightforward with you. Uh, uh, Lockin's not due to leave until Monday. Yeah, so we just have to um, right, make sure that we're fully prepared. I have one of my assistants, a young girl named Rizzo. Uh, she's been doing some research for me. Um, she's, uh, she's been summarizing a document uh, from the vast collection of our library. Uh, she's found a, a mid-16th century piece uh, written by a, a conquistador um, that seems to be very promising. Uh, she should be with us shortly. She's gone down to uh, gather a couple of artifacts uh, from the basement that she thinks will be a uh, Quite useful. Hmm. Interesting. If you'd like some assistance, I can uh, go down and help her if she needs some help carrying. Oh, something. no. Uh, if, if if you want, uh, it's just uh, if you go down down the hall here, uh, take the second left, um, and then it will be the uh, the big stairwell on your right. All right. Grunwald, would you like to assist? Sure. I'll put myself to use. All right. We'll uh, we'll go help the assistant. Well, before you guys walk out the door, yeah. Look, I'm one of the backers on this. I've got money. I don't like, I, you know, if it was so urgent, uh, I, I'm kind of with uh, Sanchez here. I didn't like the idea of uh, waiting so long uh, if there's really a. If there's really a pyramid out there, we could uh, we could launch our own expedition before Larkin's whatever the hell that is. Larkin's expedition consists of primarily us. Right. What's to say we don't. And he said three trucks. Three trucks. We we could go on his mission, but ultimately make sure the pieces don't leave the country. Well, we could do that, but but I'm I'm not sure I trust that there is a mission that we think there is, because so far the, those those art of artifacts of Professor Sanchez, you might not know, you showed us a couple of artifacts claiming that they're from this uh, this dig or this pyramid, but uh, one of them's fifth century, one of them's fifteenth century. They're a thousand years apart. There's no way they're from the the same yes, day. yes. Uh, Jackson was telling me all all about these these artifacts. He was showing them by Larkin a little earlier. But um, after after that, they kind of uh, got the wheels turning. And you know, I I love chasing down some good research. But I I do think from what uh, Rizzo's put together, that there is a pyramid out there. Well, in in any case, I I think that maybe we should get there first. I think I'm with you. Well, uh, I'll go and help the, me and Grunwald will go help the assistant. We'll be back in a moment. Um, All right. Octavius, if you, if this isn't too personal of a question, uh, money being a sensitive topic, how much of the, what percentage of the expedition are you funding? Well, I, you see, I didn't really know all of what was involved until I got here. Um, I, I could probably fund, jeez. Um, I honestly hadn't completely asked me what I what I what I would be involved in, but uh, that that raises even more concerns. 
because if if uh, Larkin doesn't actually intend to have a serious archaeological expedition, um, you might you might be a coin purse. Well, yeah, I guess I I kind of believe because I I, I was told there were artifacts. Now that I've seen the artifacts, I'm mm -hmm. far more skeptical. And I, I'm not I'm not skeptical. I, I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, but if Professor Sanchez here thinks that there really is something out there, then I, I mean I I could probably scrape. I don't know what it's going to cost to scrape together a couple of trucks or whatever we need to get out there. That would take a, a bit of of research. Well, it's Lima. We could probably use. We're just not going to settle for our army trucks or something. We'll probably settle for some farmers' trucks. Is there is there a train we can take to get closer than we are? Or that's well, only going to add more to the journey. The uh, the rail lines don't go too well into the jungle. Well, I'm I'm a businessman, Sanchez. If you can tell me what you need, and and uh, what we would need to launch. Uh, an expedition. Let's say tomorrow. I mean, see, it's like, oh, um, well, I have <laughs> haven't gone that far as uh, as far as provisions. Um, we'll see what we can we'll see what we can uh, put together. I get a get an inventory and yeah, I can work with you on that. I I I, I think that we should. Seriously, consider doing that. I'm not particularly fond of the idea of racing another expedition. In order to do archaeology properly, it takes time. Well, I'll tell you something. Sabotage wouldn't be too out of the question. When I, in my younger days, uh, I did some things that were not so so admirable. Uh, I I was sent here to South America at one point to look for uh, exotic orchids uh, to bring them back to England. And quite honestly, the uh, the business of looking for orchids was pretty cutthroat. Uh, people would kill you for uh, for the orchids you found. People slash and burn the entire forest area to keep other people from getting to the orchids. Um, so I'm kind of used to that sort of thing. I, I think that if we could get there first, I'm, I'm not sure, even if it was a legitimate dig, I'm not sure that I wouldn't be here right now suggesting that we go out there first and get there and hmm. get what we can. Uh, granted, uh, Professor, uh, it's a matter of practicality. If we don't get out there first, somebody else will, and they'll dig it all up. Yes, and they'll yes, sell them on the black market. You make a you make a fair point. In the meantime, as you were talking about that, we're going to cut back to to Christopher and and Hauser, uh, going into the storeroom. It's a lovely building. Yeah, so it's, uh, he said just down this hallway, right, and down here. Yep, and I believe so. Did All right, so as you in the name of his assistant, yeah, Rizzo. Okay. Rizzo. Reza, uh, Reza, are you there? Um, as you call down, you do not get a response. 
I got a bad feeling, Hauser. Now she might just be preoccupied working with stuff down there. Uh, I open uh, open the door, proceed down. All right. So as as you go down, you see you barely have any light. Huh. There's just a very thin trickle of what you would assume to be dim lights hanging from the ceiling of the of the storage room, and they don't really illuminate the, the Is stairs there very much. A light switch near the entrance. Um, it's on. Ah. I, I, you can see there's definitely a lot of uh, dust in the air. Um, I, I stop. How's that? Can I do like? I kind of want to. I guess to be a spot hidden, and possibly a listen. I just want to kind of see if I can if I can sense like movement or anyone else in the room. Okay, make make like a listen that. roll. Make a listen roll. Okay. That is a. Hang on. Ugh. 67. Probably not gonna. Is it uh, possible? Uh, can I spend some luck? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna spend the the seven luck. Yeah, as you Pass. as you listen, you you think you might hear with the faint sounds of like footsteps, as if somebody's very slowly going upstairs. Okay, and can I? I can't see where the stairs are. No, because you're currently at the top of the stairs, looking. Oh, so down. they could be coming towards us. Oh uh, well, you you can see from there all the way down to the bottom, so they're not these stairs. Uh, so they okay. might be up their steps. Yes. But it doesn't sound like somebody with like like a like a purpose, you know, it's like that clump yeah. clump clump clump. It kind of sounds like a just very faintly like a footstep, and then a footstep. Could, There's someone else in here. Yeah, um, I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna stealthily move down our steps and try and follow after the noise I heard. Okay, make a stealth roll. Okay. Oh yes, that is a twenty-five, which is a hard pass. All right. So as you as you creep down the stairs and you come into the to the storage room it's decently sized it kind of goes off to your left and right there's uh kind of these sparse shelves that go floor to ceiling uh mm -hmm. just stacked full of boxes um and you look there seems to be kind of in a few rows to your right uh, a disturbance you see that the shelves that appears that a lot of the boxes have fallen there's shattered crates about on the floor um, artifacts of various types scattered everywhere um, and no noise. Can I see stairs anywhere? Um, you're looking around, you you see, you, you can see a stairwell kind of across, a but um, then you start to smell just this terrible odor. Oh, like blood it's got that, that kind of yeah. that metallic kind of. Okay. Am am I seeing uh, Christopher do anything unusual or just stopping his tracks down the stairs? Yeah, you guys see him stop. I pulled my gun out. <laughs> oh, shysta. Uh, I will quietly sneak down half the distance between myself and Christopher. 
Um, so the 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 record, like all so the the knockdown boxes and everything, are one way, and then the stairs are the other way. Is that no, correct? No, the stairs are in the same the same way. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna um look back at Hauser in the dark, and try and be like I'm gonna like you know watch my back. Um, and then I'm gonna kind of make my way through towards the towards the boxes and but I'm going very slowly. I'm like watching where I put my feet. I don't want to make too much noise and that sort of stuff. Okay, so as you creep forward and you look around the corner where the wreckage is, mm. you see a, a young lady buried under some of these crates. Um, and you see that her chest has been torn open. There is a massive gaping hole of torn flesh, bits of bone, blood, and her body looks like a raisin. The skin is pressed tight against the bone. Her eyes are bulging. Her face is locked in like in a scream of terror. She so clutches a notebook dry. in her hand. I make a sanity roll. Yeah. which is a pass. All right, so you don't you don't lose anything. I've seen some pretty crazy stuff in New Orleans. Um, um I'm going to um gesture to Hauser to um to like sort of check the body to to kind of to grab the notebook and stuff. I want to continue on to the stairs. I want to oh. Follow after the noise I heard. Uh, Hasser will proceed st as stealthily as possible over to the body. I'm guessing that means I'm going to take a sand as well, then. Yeah. 43 pass clearly. Okay, so you don't you don't lose anything either. Um, as you as you get closer to the body, there's there's another stench. It's like the smell of burned flesh. Is it coming from her or from the wound? Um, it seems to be coming from something next to her, kind of tucked underneath her body is kind of this, this long, thin, twisted piece of gold. Interesting. Um, so I, I sort of, uh, can I, with my, with my boot, can I sort of kick it out into the open? It's All easy right, enough. I, it's, it's, it's fairly heavy. Okay, I, I move it a little bit, not making mm -hmm. too much noise, just to kind of pull it out and gesture down to, uh, to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, make, make a spot hidden. That was 69. That's probably not going to be good. One second. Spot hidden, spot hidden. Oh, wow, out of 70. Yeah, I just make it. Okay, so you know, so, so the thing is, yeah, it's, it's this long piece of, of engraved gold. Um, each side seems very like rough and torn as if it was pulled off of a larger piece. Interesting. Um, it's got these twisted bits of metal that seem like gold coming off that seem like they would fit in with a greater design that isn't there. The whole thing is kind of covered in these, these carvings. Um, you don't recognize the language, um, but you do notice that kind of stuck down in the crevices of these characters are bits of charred flesh. Oh God! Um, with a gloved hand, I is it 
small enough to put into a satchel? Um, it's, it's about two feet long. Oh, all right. So no, it's, it's... All right. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. I'm probably halfway up the stairs by now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I point down to this. Here, I'll, I'll pick it up with a gloved hand. As, as you pick it up, it doesn't, you don't feel any heat through the glove. Hmm. Okay, I um, I take the notebook and this here and uh, get closer to uh, Christopher. Yeah, so 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 the skull bar has a bit of heft; it's about twenty five pounds. Jeez. All right, so I tuck the the put the notebook in the satchel, and then I'll focus on uh, on carrying that over. But just being quiet, I'm, I'm not making any sort of commotion. Okay. Level. Have I heard anything else? Am I sort of, you know, heading in the right direction from what? Uh, make a track roll. Track roll. Okay. Okay, my track's not terrible. 22. That is a uh, hard pass. Yeah, so once you once you get up to the other staircase, the other one leading down, yeah. you do kind of think what you do is like a faint trail of a little bit of blood. A little bit of viscera. Yeah. Kind of down, tracking further into the building. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna point this out to, to Hauser, and then I'm going to follow it. Okay. All right, so you're, you're exiting the room? Yeah, I'm following the... Um, I'm, I'm, I've gone up the stairs and following the, right. the blood trail. Right. Do I have time to take a quick photograph of uh, the lady and her wound? Yep. All right, I do. In the meantime, those of you who are back with, with Professor Sanchez, um, you know, a few minutes are have gone by in there. Yeah. Well, it seems like uh, Rizzo must have found something. Um, I don't know. Requires, requires a lot of hands. It's not that back yet. Once we get back up here, we can discuss uh, uh, finding a truck or whatever we need. I don't know why we need three trucks anyway. Well, yeah, they're planning on looting the site. Yeah, well, things a, a quick, it's, it's, a quick it's handy to have extra stuff. Hmm. Yeah, a quick looting operation would require uh, substantial logistic train. Yeah. And as you guys are talking, your your conversation is interrupted by a blood piercing scream. Christopher and uh, <coughs> you, you, you hear this too. Yeah. What, what the hell was that? Well, you see, Professor Sanchez kind of stands up, and I, I don't know. It sounded like it was down, down, down the hallway. Is that your friend, Miss Riza? I, 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 I don't know. Gentlemen, let's go find out. Yep. So you, go, you see that uh, 
Jackson produces a revolver from his coat. Um, I do too. Yeah. I should have brought Susan. And you all kind I'll of go, go down down the hallway. You see that the professor is a little more shy. He's kind of like peeking out of his office as you guys are. Is everyone okay? Is everyone okay out here? Um, as you as you round a corner, you see that there is this this young this young man. Uh, his book bag has been thrown to the floor, and he's just clutching. Is clutching his stomach, just screaming in in pain. There's blood everywhere, and you see it, it appears that he's been stabbed. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna put my knife back in my pocket. Huh. Uh, call a doctor. He's call a doctor. Have he's stabbed me. Anything coming from the other way? Hmm. Have me and Hauser So you're you're the trail that you were following is leaning towards the screen. Okay, so I'll I'll so run moved. over him. I'll run over and get him to lay down. Yeah, who stabbed you? We got the plot. I, 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 hold, hold still, hold still. Oh. And I'm, I'm applying a, I've never I don't know I'm, who I'm applying why. pressure. Staunch the staunch the bleeding, yeah. And you see that oh. the people are now kind of coming out of offices, running down the hallway. Students are gathering all around you. He said he was stabbed. See if there's somebody running down the street or down see, the a, side. A, a few people go off. Call, call, a, call a hospital or call the doctor. And then but behind you, back towards the professor's Great, so. office, you hear a smash. I'm oh. This loud, just clatter. Get, get yeah. back there. Get back there and check. All right, so is Christopher going back to the office? Yeah. Okay. So as you go, you see that the door has been knocked open. Mm -hmm. And you see the professor, he's laying on his back, just frozen in terror. And you see on top of him is Mendoza. And you yeah. see that his face has been contorted and twisted into it. So the bottom half of his face resembles more of that of a leech than it does of a man. And you see that it's currently heaving as this white slug falls out of his mouth, out of the leech face, down into the throat of the professor. I'm gonna need you to make a sanity test. Yeah. Teresery. Uh, 35 pass. Who is it? What's going on back there? Um, I'm. How far away am I from them? Where I where I'm standing at the door. Um, you are. He's right in front of you. All right. I'm putting my literally the barrel of my gun to Mendoza's temple and emptying the gun. All right. Well, so as you're as you're moving to attack him, he is gonna. Yeah. So with your your pass, with the sanity, you take one point. Take one point. No problem. Hosser's covering Christopher's back, but I'm not in the room yet, so I'm not really sure what he's seeing yet. So as you as you're gonna thrust again at him, he's gonna kind of lurch up as he's yeah. as the professor is now as he's trying to throw up, but he can't. He's just writhing on the ground. Um, yeah, he's gonna go to try to scramble with you for your gun. Okay. So that's going to be opposing um, 
rolls? If, if yeah, if you're, if, are you going to try to dodge or are you going to try to fight back? I'm going to try and fight back, definitely. So is it a firearm for me? I don't think yeah. CZ, if you can shoot him before he gets okay. hold of you. Um, I got a 46, which is a regular pass. Okay, he got a 14, which for him is a... Ex it's a hard pass. So he's going to kind of wrench, wrench your gun aside and is going to now trying to tackle you to the ground. Okay. But the gun went off, right? So we all hear the yeah, gun Yeah, so now off. you hear a gunshot. Oh, the fuck? At the second I have a chance, since I'm behind Christopher, but outside the room, I will step in. Okay. And now and now you see the, the professor writhing around. You see Mendoza with his leech face just bearing down on Christopher. So you can make a sand check. Ooh, pass it clearly. Okay, so you just take lose the one point. Use the one. All right, one second. My intent is to pull my nice German trench knife and just shove it right into this guy's side. All right, make me a combat roll. This is while he's on top of me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 17 out of 65. All right. So roll up damage. You just plunge it right into him. A D4, two damage bonus. All right, one second. Three, four, five, ah, yeah, five points. Five points? Yeah. You hear this just horrible squealing. It doesn't even sound human. Just this horrific high-pitched sound as your just knife, and as, as, you, as your knife stabs in, you see that your hand, as you're pulling it out, this liquid fat starts kind of leaking out of his side. Horrible smell of just rancid meat. Schweinhund. All right, what is Ariel's doing before we? Well, I've still got I've still got pressure on our stab victim here. Yeah, we're trying to make sure that he's okay, but uh, I, I I hear the gunshot and I'm like, huh. I I've got I've got this. You go, Frederick. I I gotta go see what's going on. So I'm coming down the hall with my gun. All right, so you're rounding I'm, the corner. I'm, I'm behind Octavius. Completely right. hidden behind my frame. Is there, is there <laughs> any... Concealed behind your fashionable profile. Are there any bystanders? Oh, there are a lot of bystanders. Okay. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be yelling to... People, to people are, are screaming, running around, but the gunshots and the stab victim. Policia, policia. Screw the it's police. Ambulancia. Yeah. This is this is it's it's pandemonium. Like people are running, screaming every which way. Okay. People are trying to help, but they're more getting in your way than helping. Like people are. Yeah. Anyone anyone everywhere. who tries to come up and help, I'm just going to wave them away and tell them to get an ambulance. Okay. Um, is Mendoza still alive on top of me? Yes. Okay. Cool. As he, you see that he, his leech mouth, he sinks it down into your chest. Okay. Um, As you just feel this horrific pain and kind of this sucking sensation. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to reach up to his head and just try and snap his neck. So I'm going to grab him by the head and just reach, you know, like really wrap it. To All right. Well, while you're doing that, um, well, he's attached to your chest. Yeah. Know, so so re reduce your strength and your constitution both by three and your size by four. Okay. Um, strength and constitution by three? Both by three, your size by four. As you just, your whole body is convulsing. And then you can make your fight roll. Cool. And then I'll do my fight roll. Which is an O2. Wow. So you definitely just grab him by the neck and you just force him off of you. Yeah. And now, yeah, your clothes are all bloody and torn and you just this bloody mess. Mm-hmm. Hurts like hell. Yep. <laughs> so I'm take. I, I'm assuming I take. Do I just take the strength thing, or do I take damage? You just. You're just lost the strength, the constitution, and the size. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. So we are now on to Houser. What are you doing? Um. The um. Uh, that thing that. Uh, that uh, Christopher just pushed off. Does it look like it's still got anything left in it? Oh, it looks like it's it's still kicking. It, uh, it's bleeding out of its side, but it's okay. I will uh, I will lunge, kneel down, and continue putting that knife right into it. Okay, make a combat check. Damn. Ah, just missed. Oh, yeah, so it, it kind of clambers off to the side and kind of gets up to his feet. I'll do my best to, like, roll away from it and stand okay. up myself. All right. So now Octavius and Morris, as you guys are approaching the office, you see Mendoza kind of barreling out of the office covered in blood and just from his leech mouth just the drippings of what used to be attached to Christopher can I uh, attempt towards you can I, I had my gun out so can I attempt to level it and fire right into him as he's coming at me uh, you can make a sand check first okay I got a 59. What is my sanity? I have passed. 65. I passed. Okay, so you both lose zero. Or you both lose, sorry, you both lose the one point. And then I fire my gun. I got a 20 out of 60, so that's a hard. All right, roll your damage. Uh, it's a Colt. Uh, 1d10 plus 2. Uh, nine plus two, eleven. All right, so your bullet just hits a center mass, just and you just this fat just pops out of it, front and back, Christ. out of out of the wound. Once again, it howls. 
Bloody hell. And it's still it's still running. But it didn't get knocked back at all? Nope. It's You see, um, it's it's trying to run past you. It doesn't seem to be interested. Okay. Well, we're practically in the door jam, so uh, uh, I'm not going to get out of its way, but I'm going to pummel it if it tries to go past me. I, I was going to say much the same thing. If it tries to go past me, I'm I'm going to clothesline it. Okay. And if you both of you want to make a fighting brawls to interfere with it as it tries to move past you. Oh, uh, that's unarmed fighting brawl. I got a 58 out of 55. Can I use some luck? Yeah. I, right. got, I got a 13, which I think is a hard. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. So both of you, as it as it runs past it, you just knock it from and it to the ground. Yeah. Um, can we Do yell I need for to run for da- roll for damage on that, or are we just treating it as a maneuver? Um, you, yeah, you can roll your unarm, your damage. Yeah. Okay. Oh, just my damage. Oh, if I if I look over my shoulder, Holy what do shit. I see? Nine. There you go. Very yeah. nearly max damage, and I did get max damage bonus. Hold on. <laughs> I can't get damn dice. I'm a big lad. Are you looking at your shoulder? You don't. You don't see anything, Fred. You just see. Okay. I did three points of damage. Okay. You you just see um, Jackson kind of covering you, yeah, Fred, with his with his gun out, but looking around. Um, so as as Octavius, as you kind of like stall him, Morris just suckers him right in the face as he. Falls backwards and just cracks his head against the tile floor. Ugh. And Help. you see that just you just <laughs> see this pool of fat and viscera just pull out from his head and it stops moving. Gosh, Jesus Christ. Fat sucker, fat sucker. <laughs> I I go to, to Sanchez uh, our our um any signs of life? You see something bulging in his throat, slowly moving down this way. Oh, as he's God. just writhing on the ground, just freaking out. Oh God! If there's something in his throat, we we gotta get it out. Any of you, a doctor? <laughs> I don't want it. Can you perform an emergency tracheotomy? I, he needs something. His throat needs to be cut to remove it, but we can't hit the jugular. I, I'm not qualified for this. Yeah, and, and you see, like, yeah, this thing, like, pulse up and, and move. You can make a sanity check for watching oh. this thing crawl around under his skin. Oh, no. Fail. So you're going to lose 1d2. Oh, this is unfair. I, I would have made it had I not lost the one point from before. <laughs> Get something and restrain him. Tie him up. Before whatever it is takes over. All right, so so you can make a, a first aid roll, trying to get it out. All right, we're close to the. I'm going to look for something to tie him up with, even if it's like um, a fire hose or um, anything really. 
curtain called? We have the, uh, the first aid check. Mine's only a 30. I'm, I'm nowhere near good enough for this. Okay. So yeah, so he's just screaming as this thing is now working its way deeper and deeper. Can, can my 30 first aid try to put pressure and stop it and sort yeah. of push Don't it work. up? All right. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm uh, ooh, oh, one, oh, one. Would that be a massage therapy roll? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so as, as you're like, you're pressing around, you see that he finally just turns to the side and just pukes. As you see this fat <clears throat> white slug just comes out with the vomit. Yeah. And it's now squirming around on the floor. Oh, I just take the and knife the and just take it in there. Just throw it like he's, yeah, still freaking out. And it's just going to smash the slug, you said? Yeah. Just, just, yeah, and it just makes this wet pop. Good God. And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Well, Christopher, you look a lot thinner. Our players, our players include Zane Fleming, Brian Daly, Nick Swan, Stuart Lively, and myself with Morgan Llewellyn as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of the Blue role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.